Welcome to the Health Coaches Classroom. I am your host, Emma Gould, owner and founder of the Mind Body Coaching Academy, where I certify and educate aspiring and current health professionals in the mind body approach to health. I teach them how to confidently dig deep with their clients, incorporate mindset work into their practice, and build the business of their dreams. This classroom will bring you weekly knowledge, empowerment, and the value-packed training that you need to own your passion, start coaching with confidence, and pursue your calling to transform lives. As your host, I am here to guide your journey to becoming the best and most confident health coach you can possibly be, and I can't wait to get the journey started. So let's go ahead and dive into the episode. Hello, my loves, and welcome back to the Health Coaches Classroom. I hope you are having a wonderful day, week, whenever you are listening to this. And as this is officially the first episode of 2021, I would love to wish you all a very happy new year. I think it is safe to say for each and every one of us that 2020 was a year that we none of us could have ever imagined, expected. Um, it threw us all for a loop. And I think that 2021, while there is kind of this excitement of you know a new year and change that comes along with every new year, I think it's safe to say that the beginning of this year is definitely a little bit dampened. And I know I can speak for myself and a lot of my um, friends and colleagues that I've spoken with in the last couple of days and weeks kind of are all feeling the same way, that we all are, you know, have this side of us that it, that is excited about the new year and excited to pursue new things and to take on new challenges and all of that. But there's also this hesitation and also kind of the weight that we are all still carrying from last year and the um, healing that we're still doing from this last year and the fact that we're still amidst a lot of what um, caused 2020 to be such a crazy year that we did not get the opportunity to kind of have this clean break, right? Where it wasn't a new year and all of a sudden everything was back to hunky-dory. We're still kind of in the midst of everything and so because of that there's kind of this weird energy going into 2021. So I really wanted to come here today to bring you guys for the first episode of 2021 talking about goals and I know that there is probably a bazillion episodes um, podcast episodes in your library right now on goals and on setting things for 2021 but I wanted to take a little bit of a different approach with talking about goals today and specifically with this year in mind Um, and today as you guys know with all of our episodes I want to always have this information be really beneficial for you as an individual as a coach as a professional but also I want this information to be able to be applied to your clients to your practice and I think especially going into 2021 we have so many things that cause or that are going to cause you know issues and struggles for your clients on their health journeys, um, whether that's not having access to a gym still, whether it's still having, you know, markets being a place or grocery stores being a place that is not necessarily a pleasant environment to go be in or maybe choosing to do, you know, all online delivery things. So there's so many different roadblocks. And because of this, again, I really wanted to just kind of sit down and have a conversation about goals um, and really the type of goals that we all need to be setting to actually make sure that we can achieve them and find success in 2021. And before we even get into this, what I wanted to kind of open on is the idea of success. Um, You know, success looks different to every single one of us. And depending on what we're working towards, what area of our life if we're looking for you know success in multiple areas we're really focused on one success is going to be different Um, but in order to create goals that are going to help us achieve success we always want to actually take the time to sit down and kind of define what our version of success is and start to ask ourselves you know what is success and I think that in a year like this one as we saw in this last year 
we're kind of at this point where sometimes our idea of success might need to be shifted. Um, and I know for me personally that this last year, I felt like there was so many areas of my life, my business, where I didn't find success, right? The success that I had dreamt of that I knew was possible for me even, I didn't reach. And so what I was finding myself doing over the last couple of weeks was kind of sitting in this emotion of failure, right? Of feeling like, well, I didn't reach these goals. I didn't find success. And so I really had to ask myself, you know, what if I redefined what success looked like in this last year? And success is no one answer, right? We can, it can change from month to month, day to day. Um, and so really when I when I dug in and I kind of asked myself, you know, what what did I get done this year? What did I accomplish? What are things that I was able to do? And for some people and sometimes some situations, this success can be just the fact that you woke up every single morning and you took care of yourself, right? Maybe it's that you woke up and took care of your kids and you were present with your family over this past year. Um, maybe it's that you continued to show up to work even though you hated it or maybe you were in a situation where it wasn't even really safe for you to be at work, right? So we sometimes we can kind of look and reassess what our, what success is going to look like to us. And so I know for me going into this new year, and I would encourage all of you guys to do the same as well as encouraging your clients to kind of let success be on a scale. And so we should always have these big dreams, these big goals, these big versions of success that we want, but we also shouldn't diminish, especially in years like we are in right now. We don't ever want to diminish even the simple little pieces of success and the little successes that we find each and every day. So once we've been able to kind of redefine our level of success and really start to understand what this actually looks like for us and also kind of have that moment of reckoning and acceptance that maybe our version of success doesn't need to be as grandiose as we think that it might need to be. So once you've been able to do this, now it's the point to kind of start looking at our goals, right? And asking ourselves, and I'll be honest, I am not somebody who has really ever been into New Year's resolutions. I think each of us go into New Year's, you know, with ideas of, well, I want to do better at this and that this year, but I've never really been somebody who formally wrote down um, what I wanted to change in a year or things I wanted to pursue. And the truth is the reason that I've never really been into it is because I never really felt like I was going to stick to them. And most of the time that was because in previous years when I had tried to maybe stick to a goal or have new resolutions, I never actually stuck to them. Um, and I think that this is something that a lot of us can relate to that we kind of has a, have a hesitation around setting goals because we don't trust that we're actually going to follow through with them. And so what I wanted to talk about today is again, kind of thinking on that level of like, what if, what if we looked a little bit smaller, right? And really talking about the type of goals that we should be setting to make sure that we can reach success. Because each time that we reach success, each time that we accomplish something that we set ourselves out to accomplish, guess what we walk away with? We walk away feeling better about ourselves. We walk away feeling accomplished. We walk away feeling like we can do it again. Um, we, we have all of these positive things that come out of accomplishing goals. So instead of setting these goals that seem super intimidating and far out and you know far away and not really doable, what if we instead decided that our goals were going to be things that were super easy for us to accomplish? And then as we accomplished each of them, we understand that each time we accomplish one of those goals, that helps us to reach our bigger plan. So the first kind of tactic, technique that I really want you guys to, to use when you're thinking about the goals that you're setting is to totally get into that, you know, visionary state, right? Get into that moment where you're looking at the big goal, you're looking out there at the big things that you want, 
But then you're going to take a minute to dial it back and to actually look at those goals and say, okay, what are the steps that I need to take to get to that bigger goal that I want? And these are going to become the goals that you're focused on. Again, keep that big goal in your mind. It's there to motivate you, get you excited, but it's not the goal that you feel like you should be working towards every single day. And so we're going to use an example that I think is going to be helpful for you guys as far as using this technique with your clients, because when you use it with somebody else, it becomes that much clearer how you can use it for yourself. So we're going to use the example of weight loss, right? So I'm going to assume that as health coaches, a lot of you guys work with clients who at some point in their journey are interested in something to do with weight loss. And so often when people come to us or then a new year, right? We see this all the time. Their goal is, all right, I'm going to lose 50 pounds this year. Okay, let's just use this as our blanket example. And the 50 pound goal is big. It's difficult. It's challenging. It takes a long time. Um, it may seem like it's really unachievable depending on your client's history and their past. And it may seem like something that's just downright in, you know, dreamland, right? That it may be something that they in their ideal world would be able to happen, but they don't truly believe that it can happen. And so what this does is it doesn't encourage or it stops them actually from wanting to pursue this goal because every time they don't feel like they're making a step closer, guess what they're going to do? They're going to want to stop. And so looking at this year and looking at goals and and looking at this specific example, we'd want to ask ourselves or work with your client to say, okay, how can we break this down into small little goals that are going to help you there? So again, we're going to be super basic here. I don't want anybody to take what I'm saying right now as how I would actually coach a client through this because the numbers I'm going to use and stuff, I'm totally just pulling out of nowhere. So I just wanted to put that disclaimer out front. But so We know, right, as health professionals, that in order for your client to reach that goal down the line of that losing 50 pounds, okay, we're going to use this example, there's a couple things that are going to need to happen. Most likely, they're going to need to, you know, work on their movement exercise routine. Maybe they're going to need to, you know, rein in on their dietary habits or their eating habits. Maybe they're going to need to work on their daily behaviors, right? Maybe they're going to need to build a morning routine. Maybe they're going to need to find, you know, better time management skills so that they can fit in what they need to fit in. So let's just look at the category of like needing to clean up their diet. Okay, so within this, we can start to find these little small goals that are going to help them achieve this in the long run, but along the way are going to help them to feel accomplished. So maybe something that they need to do is meal prep, right? We all know that meal prepping, especially for people who are busy, is huge. It can be super, super helpful. So maybe them meal prepping is one of their goals. So they can say, I want to meal prep one day a week for the next month. All of a sudden, this becomes a little goal that they're able to actively work towards. It's not overwhelming. It's not crazy, right? They just have to pick one day a week and get it done for those next four weeks, that next month. And then the next month, maybe they set that goal again. But we want to focus on the really, really small ones. Maybe something else is that they need to be incorporating more fruits and vegetables into their diet. Great, this can be super easy and super simple. Maybe all they're gonna do is for the next 10 days, they are going to 
make sure they're gonna keep track or keep a diary of every time they eat fruits or vegetables in the day and they're gonna aim to get 10 servings of fruits and vegetables in every single day of that week. So I hope you guys are able to see how we can kind of break down these goals into these little things that we wanna do that are achievable because then guess what? At the end of those seven days or 10 days, they're gonna feel so accomplished. They're gonna say, you know what? Every single day this week, I ate my 10 servings of fruits and vegetables. Every single day this week, I got in my 10,000 steps whatever it is and they start to feel excited and with excitement comes motivation and with this motivation comes our desire to accomplish more goals and every time we accomplish one of these little goals we feel that and then before you know it them walking 10,000 steps a day plus doing their exercise plus meal prepping plus eating all their fruits and vegetables have become just a part of their daily routine which you know they know we all know is gonna help them reach that goal that they have down the line. But what we've done is we've stepped away from this big goal that seemed scary and it seemed far off and it felt overwhelming and we've made it really, really doable. And so I would encourage all of you guys to do this too when you're setting out your own goals for this next year is, or even month by month, really don't be afraid to break it down. What is my goal for today, right? What do I wanna do this week? What do I wanna do in this next month, this next quarter, this next year? And anytime you start to get that feeling of like, oh, this is a little overwhelming, or you start to get that feeling of like, I don't think I wanna work on this anymore because I don't think I'm gonna ever get there. Ask yourself, how can I make these goals smaller? And small goals are the answer, you guys. They are the answer to accomplishing what you wanna accomplish. And never feel like your goal is too small. I can tell you guys that some days this last year when things were in the rut of it, some days my goal was literally just to get outside of the house at some point and go for a walk. That was my goal. And when I did it, guess what? I felt so accomplished. And so then the next day when I went, okay, I'm gonna get my walk in today and I'm gonna set myself a goal that I'm going to you know, take the dog with me, right? Like I'm gonna do something that is going to push it just a little bit further. And we can set these really little goals or if it's something in your business, right? Often we look at these big things of, you know, well, I wanna be able to make six figures and I wanna sign 25 clients. What if you just focused that your goal for this week was to start having conversations with two new people? Not 10, not 20, just two, right? It can be so much more simple. And again, as we start to accomplish these little goals, we know in the back of our mind that we are still working towards that bigger goal. But these little goals and accomplishing these little goals make us feel excited and like we're doing something and like we're accomplishing something. And so going back to what we were first talking about and this idea of success, They make us feel like we're finding success because guess what? We are. Some days doing the bare minimum is success. And so that's going to bring me to my kind of next area on this whole topic. And this is the idea that we often feel like we need permission to play small. So I'm a part of a community that Rachel Luna hosts called Faith Activated and it's a it's based around journaling and everything. But we were having one of our group calls last week and or a couple days ago and somebody brought up this idea of feeling an immense amount of guilt around kind of playing things small and going after these small goals instead of that huge goal. And I was like, amen, I am right there with you, right? Like I am 100% in that same boat where I often feel a lot of guilt around not pursuing something that's bigger and having my goal be just getting out of the house. Like I look at myself sometimes and I'm like, that's ridiculous. Like you can do so much more. 
But often what we're missing is we just need to give ourselves permission. Or if you feel like you need that permission from somebody else, this is your permission. I promise you that it's okay to play small. And the reason it's okay is because we forget that those small little things build up to the big things. And if you are are in a time of your life when just doing those little things is difficult for you, that big goal is going to be impossible or it's going to feel impossible. The goals are never impossible. We can all accomplish whatever the heck we want. And so you have the utmost permission from myself and from other people out there, but also it's important that you give that permission to yourself that sometimes it's okay to play small. And I know for me, what helps is knowing that what I'm doing today, what I'm working on right now, these little goals, they're going to ensure that I'm going to get to that far off goal, but they make it so much more digestible in the present. And unfortunately, we live in a world where big is better, right? We live in a world where we have to be accomplishing these amazing things. You know, you have to cure cancer, you know, in order to be considered an amazing scientist. And it's like, but hold on, people are making new discoveries, new amazing things every single day. And I even think this last year, right? Like you have all these scientists who a year ago probably weren't doing anything that the rest of us thought was fascinating and now they're the ones that created, you know, the vaccine for COVID. Like there's so many things. So we're doing these little things so that we can reach our bigger goals. And sometimes we just need that permission to say, you know what, it's okay that I'm working on something small. It's okay that I'm taking time to just improve myself today or this week or this month or even this year. Um, There is no pressure for any of us to reach our goals in a certain amount of time your goal will always be there and so it's more important that we take the steps and we accomplish these goals and we reach our goals in a way that feels really good than that we put the pressure on ourselves to get it done as fast as we can because that's what we feel like success means to us so the last thing that I want to bring up about setting goals for success is about the actual goals that you're setting because often our goals that we set tend to be kind of curated by the people that we listen to, that we talk to, our friends, our people that we know. Um, and so often they can be these goals that may not actually be a goal for you. And I think the biggest one that I always see is this idea in the entrepreneurial world of making six figures. Now, I'm not going to lie. Of course, each and every one of us would love to make six figures. That's amazing, right? But It's also okay if that's not your goal right now. And if your goal is to make $1,000 this year, right? It doesn't matter what it is. It doesn't matter if it's financially related at all. But what we really want to focus on when we're going into goals is to not just pick what we think sounds the best, right? Again, going back to that idea of the six figures, it sounds really nice. It sounds beautiful when we think about it. Oh, I think about the money that would be in my bank account. That would be so cool, right? Right. But the truth is that when we actually step back and we ask ourselves, why do I want that goal? I think for a lot of people, what we want out of that goal really has nothing to do with that goal itself. And so I've been reading a book recently that I've been loving that's called, that is called The Desire Map. And it is about creating goals and kind of a a new way to create aligned goals. And I will definitely recommend it. It's a really good read. Um, It has some really good workable through information in it. That's fantastic. But what this book really focuses on is the idea of focusing our goals towards a feeling 
rather than a thing. So again, using this example of, I want to make six figures. Great. Again, all of us would love to have that money in our bank account. I don't think anybody could deny that one. But the truth is, if you actually ask yourself, well, why do I want that? There's probably going to be a whole list of other things that come up. Maybe it's so that you can finally pay off your student debt. Maybe it's so that you can, you know, live a life where you can buy whatever clothes you want without having any guilt. Maybe you want to be able to save up to buy a house. Maybe whatever it is, right? We have these other things. You want to feel free. You want to feel safe. You want to feel um, comfortable, right? And so what happens is when we start to kind of peel back the layers on these goals that we set for ourselves, we realize that often our goals don't actually have anything to do with the actual thing that we want, but instead the feeling that we think or that we assume that those things are going to bring us. And so what's awesome when we kind of take this shift and we start to look at the feeling. So instead of just saying, you know, I want to make $100,000 this year, but instead we say, I want to feel freer around money this year. That's my goal. Well, guess what? All of a sudden you've gone from that there's one thing you can accomplish to there's all these things, right? Because there's a lot of ways that we can feel freer around money. Maybe it's working on your money mindset. Maybe it's um, budgeting better, right? Maybe it's saving more, maybe whatever. There's so many ways that we can accomplish that feeling. And so again, it kind of ties back in with this small goal thing is that All of a sudden, we go from this pressure of this big thing that seems scary that maybe for a lot of us seems really far off or even unattainable, and it becomes something that we can accomplish through everyday activities. We can accomplish in a shorter period of time. And so I know for me this year, you know, something that I really want to work on, the feeling that I want is to just be more present. That's something that it's really, really big for me. And there was a lot of other goals that I was trying to talk myself into that had to do with just being more present. And when I finally dialed it back, I was like, well, the feeling that I really want is to be present. And so there's so many ways that I can do this, right? And so each day I'm reducing the amount of time that I'm on my phone because it was something that was pulling me away from being present. I'm spending more time, um, even if it's on Zoom, with loved ones, with talking to family, talking to friends, because that helps me feel more present. I am putting away work after my husband gets home because that's an important thing for me to be able to be present. Um, If you guys follow me on Instagram, you might have seen my post recently. I'm pregnant right now. And so I was kind of realizing that I was just kind of brushing by this whole thing. And I was like, wait, why am I not enjoying this process? Like I'm in this, you know, once of a lifetime experience to be having my first kid right now. And I, uh, you know, I was just kind of wishing, whisking it by. And so finding ways to be more present and sit with what I'm experiencing. Um, But again, these were things that I was able to change and do in my everyday life um, that were able to help me almost immediately start to feel this more. And yes, I still have goals that are farther off, that are bigger, that are related to this feeling. And that's okay. But I'm starting with the day-to-day ones so that I can start to have those feelings. I can start to feel accomplished. I can start to feel successful and know that all my other goals down the line are coming for me. So To wrap up today's episode, what I want you guys to take away, I would definitely encourage you to go back to this episode if you did not take notes already and just like jot down some ideas or kind of just what comes up for you while you're listening to this. Um, But 
when we're thinking about the type of goals that we're setting in order to find success this year, I want you guys to focus on small goals, things that you can attain in the near future. I want you guys to think about kind of redefining what success actually means to you. And from there, I want you guys to give yourself so much permission, especially after the last year that we've all been through, this beginning of this year that we are already all in, which is not looking so bright either to have permission to play small and to know that it's okay to take things one day at a time. Heck, one hour at a time is okay. And then in the end of the day, when we are sitting down to set our goals, really focus on the feelings that you want to achieve and accomplish instead of just the actual thing that you want and finding all of the ways that you can accomplish that feeling that maybe have nothing to do with that bigger goal in the end of the day. So I hope that you guys enjoyed this episode. In the upcoming episodes for this year, we are going to be doing some more conversations around goals, habits, all that sort of stuff, because it is something that I love to talk about. I know you guys love to hear about. So I hope that you all enjoyed this episode. Again, wishing you all a very good start to the year. I hope everybody is healthy and well and mentally and physically taking care of themselves. It is so needed right now. Um, I love you all so, so much. If you are ever in need of support or just some encouraging words, please don't hesitate to shoot me a message on Instagram over at Mind Body Coaching Academy. I am always there to support you guys, be present for you guys, um, and be there to share any words of wisdom that might be helpful. Love you guys tons. Have a wonderful rest of your day, and I will talk to you all in the next episode. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to the Health Coaches Classroom. If you enjoyed today's episode, be sure to head over to iTunes and leave us a quick five-star rating and short review on what it is that you love about our show. If there was something in this episode that truly spoke to you, be sure to take a quick screenshot of you listening and post it over on your Instagram stories, tagging us at Health Coaches Classroom so that we can share what you took away from this episode with our community and with yours. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll talk to you in the next episode.